The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Communications, staff, management, or advertisers. Activist Radio is on the air. You have tuned in to the Mark Harrington Show, sponsored by Created Equal. Mark is training a new generation of leaders to take on the culture of death and win. You don't like abortion, don't have one. The only thing that can be said to be objective truth is that there is no objective truth. It does come out in one piece. It comes out in one piece. I would argue that we certainly are not all created equal. And now, here's Mark. Yours truly, your radio activist, is a big Buckeye fan. Born and raised here in Columbus, Ohio. Graduate from the Ohio State University. And an avid Buckeye fan from the beginning. Watching the Ohio State-Michigan game. And of course, once again... Ohio State dominates Michigan on the playing field. Eight straight, or eight no over the last eight years against Michigan. We call it a rivalry game, but I'm not so sure it is anymore, frankly. Uh, It seems like Michigan is just outdone at this point. But what was really interesting in this game was not just the outcome, which was kind of a foregone conclusion, actually. But in a moment of unique candor, when millions of people are watching the Ohio State-Michigan game, Fox Sports announcer Gus Johnson shared a personal story about J.K. Dobbins during the game. And shockwaves throughout the sports world and, of course, the pro-life movement. happened right after that uh in a moment of candor this isn't something you see very often coming from a sports announcer talking about a personal testimony of jk dobbins really his mother uh really just it was very refreshing let's just say so what we want to do here to start out we're going to play this clip this is from the Ohio State-Michigan game on Fox Sports announcer Gus Johnson sharing a personal story about running back J.K. Dobbins. Go ahead and play the clip. 211 yards rushing. What does this kid not do? He's turning the clock out in between the tackles and then bam, lightning on the outside, the explosiveness to go down and then up and over the top to put that ball over the goal line for a touchdown. What a day for J.K. Dobbins. Absolute dominant performance from Dobbins and this offensive line. J.K. Dobbins' mom, Maya, became pregnant when she was 18 years old. She went to the doctor because she was thinking about aborting the baby, but changed her mind. That baby turned out to be that young man, J.K. Dobbins, who she calls her miracle baby. And there you go. In a moment of candor, a sports announcer talks about the miracle baby, J.K. Dobbins, who was spared from abortion by his mother, Maya. And he tells this story. And of course, the left liberals, pro-abortion advocates went nuts on social media. How dare Gus Johnson share this personal story? We're not supposed to talk about abortion, especially when someone chooses life. 
Now, of course, if this woman would have aborted her baby, they would have been trumpeting it from the rooftops and wanting everybody to hear about this wonderful story of how a woman chose to abort her baby. But no, when they choose life, can't share that. That's too personal, right? Well, I think like all of us, what it did is crystallized in everybody's mind what this debate's all about. It's really very simple, isn't it? We all know what this entity is in the womb. It's a baby. Gus Johnson didn't say the fetus. He didn't say this product of conception, this blob of tissue that was forming in his mother's womb. No, no. He referred to the baby, J.K. Dobbins, in the womb of his mother, Maya. And he said she was going to abort the baby. Again, we all get it. He cut through all of the noise, the propaganda, all the lies, all the language that the left and the pro-abortion movement wants to use as it relates to unborn children. And he just told the story of the courage of Maya Dobbins to not abort J.K. Dobbins, the miracle baby he referred to him as. Now, like I say, I mean, I was like so encouraged and, you know, <laughs> refreshed to watch this happen. And of course, like I said before, people on social media just went crazy. Now, a couple of things here. First of all, yes, J.K. Dobbins is a miracle baby in that his mother chose life. There's no doubt. Clearly, if his mother would have chosen abortion, he wouldn't be here. He wouldn't be running the football Ohio State. He wouldn't be one of the top running backs in the NCAA right now. He wouldn't be competing for a national championship or be considered as a Heisman Trophy candidate. That's true. And although we want to spotlight J.K. Dobbins and his mother, there's really very little difference. There is no difference, really, between a J.K. Dobbins and anybody else because our value is not based on what we do. It's based on who we are. J.K. Dobbins is no more valuable than any one of us. No more valuable than any one of us. He just happens to be a very good football player. And for that, he should receive some accolades, no question. And I'm sure that he, along with his mother, overcame great odds, starting from the beginning, when they chose not to abort. And so for that, we ought to be able to spotlight him and give him uh, some personal acclaim, if you will. But really, he's no different than any one of us because we're all made in the image of God. And because of that, that's where we derive our human dignity. That's where we derive our sanctity. That's what sets us apart from the rest of God's creation. But there is no difference between any of us in that we are all created in the image of God. And that's where we derive our equality. So even though this story, which, you know, focused a spotlight on what abortion does, which is kill a baby, uh, J.K. Dobbins is no more valuable in the eyes of God than anyone else. 
And so I think it's an opportunity for people like myself to to shine the light of truth on the abortion issue, because the truth of the matter is, if Maya would have chosen abortion, J.K. Dobbins would not be running the football for Ohio State. He would not be reaching these uh, these accomplishments that he's been doing throughout the year. And we wouldn't have heard this testimony on national television. But we need to understand that we're all made in the image of God. Every baby, every child conceived is in the image of God. And so we got to make that clear. It's not who we are. Uh, I'm sorry, what we are. It's who we are uh, that, that matters. And so J.K. Dobbins, uh, obviously, uh, this whole story captured a lot of people's attention across America as it should have. But we need to understand that uh, he is no different or no better than anyone else. And to that, I want to speak to the the other, the flip side of the entire thing. We got J.K. Dobbins and his mother. They chose He chose life. Because of that, we hear about this testimony. Because of that, he's running the football for Ohio State. They're competing for a national championship, more than likely, and the Heisman Trophy. But on the other hand, what about all those children who don't? make it, whose mothers choose abortion, they aren't going to end up like J.K. Dobbins. They're not going to be able to be spotlighted on national television. They just end up in the dumpster or in, uh, in some incineration uh, building uh, treated like common garbage. See, thousands and thousands of babies each year, millions almost, every year don't end up like jk dobbins they end up being incinerated like common garbage the women that choose abortion um and their children aren't going to get the treatment that jk dobbins got unfortunately but god sees them the same even if they end up in the garbage dump. And that's the thing I want to focus on here for the remainder of the program. What about them? What about all the abandoned unborn? What about the so-called unwanted unborn that end up being dismembered and decapitated and disemboweled every single day in America, thousands of them, and get taken away like garbage? by a medical waste company. They're never gonna grow up. They're never gonna be able to celebrate even their first birthday. And they're never gonna be able to play football. What about them? What about them? And so what I wanna do here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play for you a clip. And this is a clip of one of our staff members, Gabriel Vance, who was sidewalk counseling at the local Planned Parenthood abortion mill here in Columbus, Ohio recently. And as a rule, we go out a couple of times a week and we counsel. That means we offer alternatives to the parents that might consider killing their babies that day. And at the Planned Parenthood, it just so happened that the medical waste company showed up to pick up all those dead babies, the abandoned unborn, the ones where women didn't choose life like Maya did, and the ones that... Uh, didn't end up growing up like J.K. Dobbins. 
No, these are the forgotten, the abandoned, unborn. And it happens every single day. So what we want to do, we're going to play this clip. And this is, again, from Gabriel Vance, who is at the abortion center, uh, counseling women going inside. But on that day, the medical waste company, Specific Waste, showed up to pick up the aborted baby. So let's go ahead and play that clip. I have to do this, sir. Sir, look at that. Look at all those bodies. These aren't just sharps. These aren't just needles. These are bought dismembered bodies of human beings. These are real children who deserve a burial, who deserve respect, deserve dignity. You could let us take those, sir. We would bury the bodies of those children. We would have a funeral for them. We would bury them. This just isn't picking up human, just tissue from a surgery. This is picking up the whole bodies of human beings who are killed. You know, they piece these bodies back together after they kill them. They collect all the body parts out of suction equipment. And then they put them under a light and a dish and sift through everything and they piece together to make sure they have all the limbs, the hands, the feet, make sure nothing's left in the woman. We are here to say that we love these children, that we love these human beings who were killed. Even if their parents didn't love them, even if those who killed them hated them, even if people now dispose of them. So there you go. Again, Gabriel Vance, uh, Sidewalk Counseling at the local Planned Parenthood here in Columbus, Ohio, pleading with the truck driver for specific waste who picks up the aborted babies uh, and takes them to an incineration uh, location, treating them like common garbage, burning them up, the bodies. And this happens routinely day in, day out across America with no fanfare whatsoever. Those abandoned unborn, the forgotten ones that are killed every single day, they don't get the attention that they deserve. Uh, no one loves them. They've been discarded like garbage. And so on the one hand, you have J.K. Dobbins. His mother chose life. And that's the miracle baby who deserves that, you know, that kind of attention because of her courage. But yet J.K. Dobbins is no more valuable than any one of these children that were put into these, uh, these medical waste bins and taken to the incinerator. God sees them the same because they're made in his image. Yet we pay very little, if any, attention to the unwanted unborn that are routinely killed every day in America. I can't say that, though, for Created Equal, because we're there. We were there. And Gabriel talked about us wanting to give the unborn a uh, humane burial. And truthfully, if we could get our hands on all the babies that are killed, we would give them a burial. Obviously, we want all abortions to stop. But it's time that we treat the unborn as they deserve and not abandon them like common garbage. Now, I'm going to take a minute and I'm going to read from this book called Abandon, The Untold Story of the Abortion Wars, written by my good friend and colleague Monica Miller.
And she writes in this book about how the unborn are abandoned and a story she relates, uh, which I think really brings this into focus. And it talks about how when she was out trying to retrieve the unborn uh, from dumpsters and other things like that in order to give them a proper burial, she ended up finding them on a loading dock. And I want to read this. And so bear with me here. I want to read this to you. And I think this will kind of bring into focus what I'm trying to uh, trying to spotlight today. So this is on page 161 of her book, Abandon. Monica Miller writes this. A small group walked to the entrance of the garage. Now she's talking about the... Uh, the shipping facility, and the, uh, the loading dock. A, a utility door had been left open. So we entered to find ourselves standing on a long concrete ramp that led down to the loading dock. On the dock, there were three green dumpsters. Several heavy-duty cardboard barrels were stacked along the back wall. We began to walk slowly down the ramp. I could see dozens and dozens of boxes strewn haphazardly about the dock. As we approached, I felt a cold, numbness stealing over me. When we reached the loading dock, I knelt down by a stack of boxes to examine them more closely. Pulling back the flaps of one of the boxes, I saw that it was filled to the top with bodies of aborted babies. There were literally hundreds of them, all packed in the familial, uh, a familiar world packs and specimen jars. Each box on the dock was similarly filled with fetal remains. The cardboard barrels were also containing world packs and they were mixed in with waste and debris. I was stuck by, struck by the realization that all these fetal children had been alive only a few days ago. Now they lay dead and abandoned cut off from their mother's wombs, cut off from the human race, corpses of fetal bodies stacked on a loading dock inside an industrial park in boxes marked, quote, for disposal, unquote. As I stood on the edge of the loading dock, it seemed my journey and theirs had brought us together at the edge of the world. Here the aborted had been cast adrift in a desolate sea. A dark, sad, heavy revelation suddenly took life deep inside of me. Abortion just wasn't about killing, and pro-life work wasn't just about restoring to the unborn their right to life. In the image of those tiny human lives scattered about the loading dock, I came to know the true plight of the unborn. They were horribly, frighteningly alone. We had to go to the edge of the world to bring the abandoned back, to give them what re remained of them, their first and last human embrace. The aborted babies, babies had been piled on the loading dock to await their final journey to the industrial incinerator company called Precision Energy systems. Again, this is a, uh, a passage from the book Abandon, the untold story of the abortion wars written by my good friend Monica Miller. 
She talks about the abandoned unborn. She talks about being on the edge of the world where her life and theirs came together. And that the unborn, the ones that are murdered by abortion, never get that human touch, that human respect they deserve. And the reason why she was there was to provide that, hopefully, to provide a decent and humane burial. You see, thousands of babies are killed every single day in America. They don't receive any fanfare. Uh, their, their, their mothers didn't choose life like J.K. Dobbins' mom did. Uh, God bless them. But what about all the ones that end up like these in the book Abandoned? See, here's the bottom line, folks. Out of sight, out of mind. Christians all across America, the church generally is ignoring the plight of the unborn. This Holocaust is taking place now for 46 years. And every single day, medical waste companies are picking up these babies and burning them like garbage. And almost no one seems to care. Well, we do at Created Equal. We're doing what we can. Gabe Vance was out there pleading with this driver to quit, that we could find him another job and asking that we might bury these babies, give them a dignified and humane burial. Groups like us all across America are doing this every single day. And folks, if you want to get part, be part of our organization, help us. Go to createdequal.org. Come on a justice ride. Be involved in our outreaches across the country. And more specifically, you can provide us information regarding the medical waste companies because the medical waste companies actually are the weak link to the abortion holocaust. The bottom line is this. If they can't dispose of the babies, they won't be able to kill them. So if you're sitting there and you're thinking, what can I do? Go to your local abortion center, sidewalk council, reach out to women and men that go inside and provide us information about the medical waste companies, so-called, that are hauling these dead babies away for incineration. Go to projectweeklink.com. That's projectweeklink.com. It's kind of a clearinghouse website for all the medical waste companies that are involved in the abortion holocaust. We do what we can to expose them to the American people, bring pressure on them that they might quit, that they quit enabling the abortion industry to kill babies because without those enablers these companies which is what they are planned parenthood and all the abortion clinics across america cannot function because if they kill the babies what are they going to do with them they can't just flush them down the toilet or put them down the sink they'll get caught for that so go to projectweeklink.com to help us out we'd very much appreciate it because the abandoned unborn deserve better. They deserve better than what we're providing them. Go to projectweeklink.com. Also, when it comes to this specific waste company, this company specific waste, I want you to give, a, give the CEO a phone call or email. You can, you can contact the CEO of specific waste, which is the, the company that picks up the aborted babies here at our Planned Parenthood here in Columbus, and by the way, regionally in, in Dayton and Cincinnati, and exhort the company to stop enabling the abortion industry. 
So you can contact Victor Anderson. That's Victor Anderson. He is the CEO, president of Specific Waste Industries. He's out of Louisville. And you can call him at 502-425-2270. That's 502-425-2270. And demand that they stop picking up and disposing of the aborted babies for Planned Parenthood and other abortion centers. See, they can, here's the thing. Medical waste companies actually have a legitimate role in our society to provide healthcare services to the industry. But this isn't legitimate. Uh, this is disposing of babies that have been murdered. Murdered. They're, they are complicit in the murder of unborn babies. And a lot of these companies don't want to be known for that. They don't want to have the blood on their hands. They don't want customers to know that they're enabling, that they're profiting from abortion. So call Victor Anderson, Specific Waste Industries at 502-425-2770. You can find out more about Specific Waste Industries and other uh, medical waste companies also by going to projectweekly.com. We'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America and remember America to bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to become a witness against the evil, evil plague in America, call Created Equal at 614-269-7808, 614-269-7808, or go online to createdequal.net, createdequal.net. Be sure to tune to The Mark Harrington Show next time for your marching orders in the culture war.